everyone. Welcome to the Indie Basketball Podcast, and we have another special episode. As we did in our first episode, we're doing a fantasy draft, uh, and I'm super excited because here we have some awesome people, uh, and I'm, I'm going to introduce you to right now. So we have Evan Weiss. You know him from Into It Over It, Storm, uh, Storm Chasers, uh, many, many a thing. Pet Symmetry. Pet Symmetry. There, there, there. Yeah. Hey, yeah, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, we also have Julia Steiner from Rat Boys. Hello. Thanks for having <laughs> me as well. And we have Hanif Abdurraqib. He's a writer, poet. Uh, most recently, you got a little devil in America notes on notes and praise of black performance. Uh, thank you very much for being here. It's so yeah, awesome to have all of you guys here. It's great to be here. And Neve, uh, Hanif, I was telling Matt before you got on the call that I, um, I had a, uh, I'm, first of all, I'm such a huge fan of yours. <laughs> oh, and I, and I had a copy of my last tour I ever did. I had a copy of, uh, crown ain't worth much in the van that I read to death on like a, on a like seven week tour. I probably read it like three or four times. And, um, I just wanted to let you know that because I, I, as a person who makes art as well, it's, it's really nice when I feel like other artists can let you know that. Oh, that um, means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you, I've, I've been following your work for a long time. So I appreciate it. I'm glad that, that, that tour story didn't end with a van getting stolen. I feel like <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it ended uh, with the band, it ended with the band breaking up for a while, which is <laughs> maybe worse, <laughs> but you know, that's the way things go. That's life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Bands break up. I, yeah. The only band I was, now. the only band I was ever in broke up during its first show. So you've made it, you've made On it. On stage? Yeah. Like there was like a, it was like a whole thing. So. Oh, uh, oh shit. You've Can we talk it. about that instead of basketball? <laughs> <laughs> um, and now uh, I'm big fans of both of y'all's and I, I really appreciate the chance to, to, to get to be here, especially um, because I feel like, are y'all on, on tour? I feel like Rat Boys is on tour. Not, not quite not yet. yet. We're leaving yeah. next week. So we're, we're in the final stages of preparation. Right the shows now. are coming. I yes. actually found out, I actually found out today that the tour that I was going to do in October is no longer happening. So what? Uh, yeah, literally like literally hours before this interview, I found out I was supposed to go out with dashboard confessional for like a month. And Oh man. And they're, uh, I don't know when this Shit. is, at, I don't know when this is airing. If this happens to air before that, just bleep this part out. But um, <laughs> I don't want to blow up Chris's spot. He was very sweet to invite me on that trip, but yes. Yeah, so we're, we're not going now. I'm actually like low key relieved, not because I was worried about getting sick or, you know, the health of me and my buddy Joe, who's going to come with me, but there's just so much to do. Like we're yeah. so bu- we're so busy all the time, and so like I could turn that attention towards productive, towards productive work. Definitely, that's yeah. true. I, I was I was um, I mean I still haven't been to a concert, and who knows if I'll when I'll go or if I go. But I was I was excited to see uh, Rap Boys. Perhaps I mean they're not y'all aren't coming to Columbus, which is fine. I think a lot of people aren't coming. Oh, to Columbus, yeah. but, <laughs> but I was I was gonna maybe go down to Louisville because that's like close enough. Or I oh, think- that's with us. That's what yeah. that, oh, is that, is it really? yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. You'll see us together. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that one. Or maybe aren't y'all playing like somewhere in Indiana, like Bloomington or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's on that same same tour. tour. So yeah, I was be kind together. Of, I was considering one of those, which you know, those drives aren't far and I don't mind a road trip to see music. That's like oh, the do whole you, thing. Do you live in Columbus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like nice. You know, people come here, obviously, but I think there's just a thing where there's just a run on venues, you know, like every venue right. is full yeah because everyone's like you know getting back we got, a, we got a full midwest squad here today yeah, yeah i love i love ace of cups i'm thinking about columbus now i fucking love that room ace is um, great ace yeah. is really great one of my favorite places just so I, uh, loud and raucous <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah my whole family is from dayton ohio originally which is kind of in between columbus and cincinnati yeah. so i was i was bummed when we only uh like you know, dropped off that show because we were able to hop on Riot Fest. It was a last minute mm-hmm. thing, but yeah, I hope we get to come back to Ohio soon because it's where all my it's where my roots are. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, if you can do Riot Fest, you do Riot Fest. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's like the yeah, <laughs> definitely. Cool. But yeah, well, yeah, I'm 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 happy you guys are all here. Uh, yeah, it's, we got three Midwest people in here, or four including me, and then. uh yeah, hey, you're, so you're all cubs out today, man. I, I am. Really. <laughs> Were you at the game or something? It was unintentional, <laughs> but um, 
Uh, yeah, and I know you mentioned Evan before. Like, you're not the biggest basketball fan. Um, Julia, I've had you on my Instagram page for Instagram Live, um, and yes. we've talked a little bit of sports. And I know Hanif, you've you've you're an early follower of indie basketball, so it's good to have yeah, you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a yeah. I'm a very large basketball fan, and uh, very though well, this off season hasn't been as exciting as as yeah. once past. I am I am very thrilled for the season to start. You're carrying the team right now, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've sticked mostly to uh, hockey and baseball myself, but um, I, I grew up in Philadelphia with Iverson, and that's you know yeah. like, that's kind of where it tailed off for me. Like I moved to Chicago, I still haven't been to a Bulls I mean, game yet. That's a place in time, man. Iverson in Philly. Oh yeah, that's that's a good place to be. I was at the game where he stepped over fucking what's his face. Oh, Ty Lue. Uh, yeah, I was at that game. Wow, oh, that's a that's an all timer. Yeah, it yeah, was fucking. It was sick. I mean, it was awesome. You know, like I just don't. Yeah. I don't. I haven't followed the team in a really, really long time. But I was still, you know, like if the Sixers were in the play. I mean, they were in the playoffs last year. Sixers are in the playoffs. I start watching. But for sure, yeah. Well, I mean, that's good because today's fantasy draft isn't necessarily about basketball. We're this is a music one. And I think uh, you guys will all be right in line with this. And it's going to the topic for today is we're drafting sub pop uh, artists all time. Uh, I will start by disqualifying. I just want to make sure if any of you have it on your list, Beach Boys do not count. Uh. Yeah, I was going to say there there's the artists that have done like just the one off seven inches. Yeah, and I feel if like those are not... like a seven inch on sub pop randomly. Then that's it. I don't think we can count that one. That's I think you fair. need one LP. I think you need an LP yeah. like with a proper rollout. That, that was. I'm glad that we're on the same page there. For I, sure, for sure. Because if you add that extra list, you get like Drive Like Jehu, you get Death Cab, you get Fugazi, you get all these other bands that are like, why wouldn't you choose those? Well, I think there's there's <laughs> there's still room, but I'm talking like Beach Boys is like, it was like a when you think of sub pop, you're not thinking Beach Boys just because that was like <laughs> they released it retroactively or whatever, but. Uh, Let's also, as ground rules for fantasy drafting, no spoilers. You know, if, if you're if you're reasoning for your picks, say, don't name drop another artist uh, just because you don't want to spoil anyone else's pick or, you know, keep the, keep the suspense, you know? Sure. Um, but we can get into it. And, and the way we'll determine the draft order for this uh, is I'm going to have a double trivia question. And whoever is closest in the number... Uh, we'll get to decide the order. So, one second here. Is it how many releases Sub Pop has done? Uh, no, it's not. It is, it is completely different, but it is actually basketball related. So, uh, oh I will pose this question to you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little bit of both because this is indie basketball after all. Uh, in the 2016 All Star Celebrity Game, how many points did Win <laughs> Butler of Arcade Fire score? Oh, I actually know this, I think, on the money. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> um, was that the year he was MVP? Um, 22. <laughs> Evan's got 22. I'm going to I'm going to go with uh I'll also go with 22. <laughs> That's tiebreaker. Bull move. There was All a right. year where, yeah, there was a year where he was like MVP and then there was a year where he didn't play that well and I don't remember which it was. So it's either like 22 or 0. Julia, go with 22 also. Is this a uh, price is right <laughs> rules here? 21. Yes, without <laughs> one, going over. One bucket. I'm going to go uh 23. Ooh, 23. Uh, you're not leaving much margin for error. I will say I, the closest think, would be. Go ahead. Is it is it higher than twenty three? Because that's no, why. it's not. <laughs> oh, fuck. Damn it. So now like, I I have to like flip a coin between you two. You guys went with the same number. Yeah. Do we are we right? Was it no? You were you were not twenty. It was not twenty two. He scored fifteen points. <laughs> but he did have a double double and had fourteen rebounds. Whoa! Yeah, fourteen rebounds. Damn, dude. Respectable. For, for uh, comparison, that same game, he was on the team with Tracy McGrady, who had eighteen points. How tall is Wim Butler? Damn, it's like six six or something. He's right? six five. Guy, yeah, right. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yep. Wow. That's uh, like he, those celebrities are wild. There's that game where Arnie Arnie Duncan had like nearly a triple double. <laughs> It's just wild. It's you wild usually game. get someone showing up. I think in the same game, uh, the only I'm trying to remember who the only other person to score on the other team was, but they blew them out because T Mac and Win Butler were on the same team and they just dominated them. 
So, all right. Yep. So, so I don't know how to decide this because you guys pick the same uh, number. Hanif can go first. Go first, Hanif. No, I don't want to go first. I'm actually. Well, Hanif, okay. you you pick the order. Okay, I'll go third. So, say, uh, hmm. I mean, I don't. If I'm going third, I don't really. Uh, or maybe I should go second. Uh, there's 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 strategy involved because if you go in the middle, you get an even even distribution. Yeah. Because it's a, it's, a, right. it's a snake draft. You're gonna go first, and then you gotta Ooh. go backwards. Oh, oh, that's great. Okay, that changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that does change everything. I'm gonna go second for sure. So I'm gonna go Julia, me, and then Evan. Okay, I'll do it. Okay, I'll take it. And I am also participating in this. Just so you know. Oh, oh you're participating. Oh shit. Where yeah. so where do you go? That's why I said 16 because you got there's oh that's gonna be right. four of us. That's right. Um. Well, now do I put myself? You want me going to... last? Yeah, sure. That works. All right. Works for me. All right, let's so do it. So I that. have the first pick. Wow. First pick. So let's, on, we let's all know, kick We all know off. what the first pick's going to be. Everybody first knows pick. what the first pick is. First <laughs> pick of the Indie Basketball <laughs> Fantasy Draft. Uh, Julia, you're on the clock. Oof. So I've been thinking about this. See, I was thinking about this draft one of, or like two different ways. At first, I thought it was just bands you like on Sub Pop, but then I was thinking what if I'm forming like a basketball team of sub pop bands? Ooh. Like I also, be, I want to, I want to call out in the end, we're going to post your all four, all four of your picks. And we're going to post it on Twitter and Instagram and have people vote on who had the best kind of lineup. Oh, who, who, who had the best selection? My, my personal so strategy will not of, win. Yeah. <laughs> you may want to play, I want to play to the crowd. I don't care about the crowd vote. Yeah, fuck the I, crowd, bro. I, <laughs> this is this is my personal taste, there you go. my personal basketball philosophy. I <laughs> I think I'm I'm gonna go the less obvious route. Um, and also, I was surprised. I didn't realize that these guys were on Sub Pop's roster, but I gotta go with my Kentucky guys, Daniel Martin Moore and Ben Soli. Not sure if you guys are familiar, mm. but. Oh. There's some fantastic folk musicians from Louisville, where I grew up, and uh, Kentucky boys know yeah. something about basketball. Damn, um, I, what an impressive just, first choice. Wildcats. So surprised. Let's just that makes me that. want to get weird. They're awesome. So Ben Lee is this guy. I like grew up listening to these guys. They were like playing around town a lot, but he uh, he plays a cello, and so he would like tour, like DIY tour, like just with his cello. Mm-hmm. And like play house shows and I don't know, he's he's really cool. And the I might have seen him open for Andrew awesome. Bird a while ago. Totally, yes, yeah, yeah, they're buddies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, those guys, those guys rule. And straight up, they're from KY, so they gotta know. They gotta. You know gotta get the sentimental teams. pick. Yeah. On uh on the court, they know their way around. Let's just okay. say that. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know if that's um, true, but. <laughs> so <laughs> I like what was it, Ben Sully, and who was the other? Yeah, Daniel Martin Moore. They are they a duo he, or? Yeah, this it was like a collaboration record that they did. Gotcha. Awesome. That record it's, is really great. It is. It's like kind of heartwarming, and for me, it's very nostalgic. But love it. Awesome. First pick. All right. Uh, good pick. Moving on. Number two, Hanif. It's your pick. Oh yeah, this one's easy for me. I'm gonna go Slater Kenny. Without nice. that's solid. That was like the that's like uh I mean I just think uh an unstoppable run of great albums that they've had. And also I just yeah, truly I think one of the great American rock bands uh, of all time. And so oh, it's yeah. an easy pick. I mean, Carrie Brownstein's so prolific and like yeah, the best. They honestly they just got there weren't they just touring with Wilco and Namdi? They yeah. were just touring. What a lineup. Yeah. yeah. So incredible. Poor Namdi. Poor Namdi hurting his hand. I know. Yeah. So yeah. We all ganged he came back. Yeah. I'm so glad he's he came he back for Jordan, Jordan in the flu game. He came back. He was yeah. just yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's a that's a solid pick. That's def, that was definitely up towards the top of my list. Yeah. Um cool. Evan, you are next. Man, okay. So I've thought a lot about this, and I'm actually shocked that I'm I get to make this pick. But uh, my I am born in 1984. I'm 30. I'll be about to turn 37. I was a absolute child of the 90s. I would not have 
the style of music that I make or the um, trajectory of becoming a musician without sub pop specifically in the nineties in two different eras. And, um, but the first CD that I ever got was a gift from my parents on Christmas and it was Nevermind by Nirvana. And I'd be remiss if I didn't choose Nirvana as my first pick. Um, I, mean, I that's the one. My, yeah. My, my favorite band of all time, my favorite band of all time is Pearl Jam. And I'm such a massive grunge fan. I was raised on it with fucking, you know, any opportunity I would get to see live performances or get new records or anything. That was like, that was my shit up until about 1997. And, um, and still like now, I mean, I'm still such a huge fan, but like 97 was like kind of the second wave of like discovering punk and hardcore and emo and stuff like that. So that was kind of the transition into discovering what like independent, like indie rock was, but coming, um, you know, my parents heard, uh, Nirvana on WXPN in Philadelphia. They heard it on college radio and they were like, Evan yeah. would like this. And they got the <laughs> CD. You know, it's like, how cool is that? So, um, it, you know, I'm, I'm actually stunned that I get to make this choice. And, uh, but this is my choice and I, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's like the sub pop genesis right there. Like, oh, and that's I, how it all began. I've been doing this thing since quarantine started where I've been, I have a, uh, I used to work for a record distributor in my early 20s and um, have a, you know, like most people who have, uh, love for fetish property. Mine is having a, a wild record collection, also a wild gear collection. Um, mm-hmm. It's something I've inherited from my mom, wanting to collect things. And uh, and so I've been. I started listening to my record collection at the beginning of quarantine with like a couple of specific rules that I could only listen to records during work, like nine to five. Um, but right now I'm up to N, and I'm literally in like I just finished Nirvana yesterday. So this is also like fresh on my mind too. And like listening to Bleach for the first time in a long time. That record oh, yeah. still kicks so much fucking ass like it is so good still like 40 years later you know yeah. um or 1989 right so what is that yeah like 30 30 years 30 yeah, yeah. i guess old, younger than me so 33 <laughs> yeah, right? Right. Uh, am i 40 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's my that's pick. a that's a great pick i mean that's that was that's obviously top of mind and especially topical with the, the stupid stuff with the nevermind uh baby which is yeah. oh my goodness so well, strange you know, wait what happened also, never mind baby oh so, he's complaining no, he's, that every <laughs> that everyone can see his penis he sued nirvana well so he's been making a making a profit off of it his whole life <laughs> so there's there's uh yeah i don't know and I, and I know no one in this call would know what it would be like for your whole life to have your naked body on the cover of one of the single most iconic album covers of all time. Right. I don't think anyone in this call would know how to quite exactly process that information. I do have empathy for after thinking about it more initially, my initial gut reaction was like, what the fuck? Who's this? like, what the hell's going on? And I sat and thought about it. It was like, man, I could never even begin to comprehend what totally. that would feel like to be on the, the baby on Nevermind. Like you didn't even have a choice. You're just like, you have to be that. I, I think it's also life, the, you know? the the strange phrasing of how it was that he didn't consent as a baby. Yeah, like which, it's you know like, very strange. But yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't imagine. But he also has to spend his whole life like like promoting the fact yeah, that he's that, on the cover. That is some gnarly head trip bullshit that like yeah. I couldn't even begin to. That's wrap. true. My, my my puny brain cannot begin to wrap around that. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Very true. Very true. All right. So we got Nirvana off the board uh, and I'm going to close out the first round here. Uh, And Evan, you were mentioning earlier some bands that you didn't think counted, but I think there are some that make the cut in what you mentioned. And I'm my first fix going to be Death Cab. Mm. One seven inch. The is same, that all they the, had on there? The same amount of records as the Beach Boys. I don't think that's is that, is that the only thing they had on there. The only thing. It's one. You know what? I will attract. If that's the case. I will retract and I'm going to go with Sonic Youth. Uh, I mean, iconic also. And I feel like that's another one of those bands that I just associate with like sub pop and Seattle grunge and, and just all of that in, in that era. And I feel like such a major band and love, love the sound. And it's just so good. So I feel like it's just synonymous and I feel like that's an easy read. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, yes. What was the sub pop record? What's the Sonic Youth sub pop record? Because they were on SST, and then is it is it uh? It's not Daydream. What's the? 
have to look. I have to look that up. I appreciate the fact checking. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, well, we I'm are so dealing. Curious. We are dealing with a true fan here. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm fucking into this shit. <laughs> is, it, is it Jet Set? No, that was on SST. Not Sonic Nurse, is it? I don't know, but I feel like we're gonna get into a lot of sticky situations here. There's there's so many yeah. artists that, that are on the roster. Sonic uh, I feel like it's goo, yeah. No, that's no a- goo is goo is on SST. Um it's a split with mud honey. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Oh yeah, if it's a split, probably I feel like more it's research. A I mean, yeah. I do think a split would count, and I feel like I'm going to be less picky on what is there. I called out Beach Boys earlier. Maybe I'm regretting it. Yeah, now you are. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna stick with Sonic Youth here. Okay, all right. But then, since it is Snake, that means I get to go back to back, uh, and my second pick is going to be the Shins. Ooh, that's a good one. Nice. And I feel like that is a very. Uh, a band that definitely shifted my taste. Uh, and there's the whole cliche of the Garden State soundtrack and all that stuff. But uh, they're, they're, you know, early first three, four albums, three albums, more or less. Uh, so good. And so, like, when I was in high school, I just I was just way deep into it. So, I mean, that, that get that, that Garden State shit out of there. That record's awesome. Yeah. That, that band, that record's so good. I saw yeah. them open for Modest Mouse, and and uh, it was before it was like right before the sub pop, the first sub pop record came out, and Modest Mouse was awful, and the Shins just like blew them off the stage. Yeah, it was like who's this cool new band? Like, this shit is great. Um, great pick. Yeah, so good. And I, I, I wish uh, I, they honestly have been very sparse with their releases lately. Uh, yeah. I feel like they've kind of taken a, a back seat, but. Yeah, I will always love the Shins, especially like She's Too Narrow, like, and and uh, Wincing the Night Away, and, and all that. Is that so. a is that remix? Any is it a remix or just a remaster? That the new O Inverted World. I think it's it's just like a re-release with some bonus tracks. Um, I haven't, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but yeah, it's it's it, they pretty much O Inverted World, and then they literally inverted the artwork. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, inverted artwork. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to swing back. And Evan, it's time for your second pick. Oh, my goodness. The, the other band that changed my life. Uh, Sunny Day Real Estate. Absolutely. My my number uh, my number two. One of yeah. the my like literally there would not be like I talk about like grunge sets you on the path of being like into rock music or at least for me sets me on the path of being into rock and roll. And discovering Sunny Day Real Estate was just like launching me into the path of discovering everything that I love about punk and melody and um, songwriting and just a different way of looking at writing music that just to me is just so unbelievably beautiful and has such like an interesting story and arc with their like, you know, with Will and with, um, with Nate joining Foo Fighters and like that, like also kind of dovetailing in and um, just, uh, you know, I discovered them in a record store when I was 13. It was this place called Tunes on the Dunes, which was like this record store that was at the Jersey Shore, kind of near where I grew up. And like they were just playing on the stereo. I'm this like 13 year old kid walk up to the counter like, what the fuck is I didn't say what the fuck. What the what the heck is this, sir? <laughs> <laughs> a real high fidelity uh, moment. Yeah. yeah. And they're and they're playing LP2 and they're like, oh, it's Span Sunny Day Real Estate. Like, this is the record. They handed me the CD and I was like, okay, this. And I like wrote it down. And we tunes was like a chain in our town. And I made my, I, we got home and I took all my allowance money. I was like, dad, take me to the record store where I got to get this, got to find this band. And, um, they didn't have, uh, LP two at the store, but they had diary and how it feels to be something on. And I bought both of those as UCDs, this little kid. Awesome. And, um, and that set me on this wild dovetail dovetail where you'd, just the art alone, you could go back to the used record store and, and find other CDs that just like looked like that CD, you know, like artwork that you'd be like, oh, this looks like this looks like the Sunny Day record a little bit. So I feel like I probably like it also. And then that's how I found J Tree and Big Wheel Recreation. Totally. And, you know, um, you know, I remember there was a day where I went in and I bought just from that first like I bought the Sunny Day records, went home, continued to fall in love with that band, went back and I bought like Braids Age of Octane, the Cap and Jazz discography and like 
Clarity by Jimmy World in the same day, just because yeah. they looked like the Sunny Day record. You know, it's like I mean, that's a fact, solid collection right there. I'm <laughs> right out of the gate. You're like, you got all the hits, you know. But it's yeah. like that's how much influence that band had on a whole world of other bands that you could just look at the art and be like, this looks like this. You know, like this has taken some sort of influence from this. Um, right. I would not be writing the music I would write today without that band. That is. Totally. Uh, you know, number two behind PJ for me. So yeah, for sure. And and uh, you know what? I, you mentioned going off into Foo Fighters. I think Jeremy Enix solo work gets overlooked way too much. I think it's, Jeremy oh, Enix solo beautiful. work is so good. It's unbelievable. I was really fortunate enough to you know, and and you're breaking your own rule right now talking about other artists. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I was fortunate enough to tour with him, and uh, and it was just a short little run. It was like five days, and um, you know, they say to not meet your heroes, but I couldn't have like just one of the warmest people I've ever met who like is just unbelievably um, his craft, his attention to his craft and his uh, modesty, you know, like really, really made an impression on me. I, I you oh. know, I just a great, unbelievable songwriter with a with a really unspoken, you know, these days in the year 2021 kind of yeah, to your point, like a talent that's a little overlooked. Um but those records are still just uh, like he hasn't the the quality of songwriting has not changed since yeah. 1997 you know even like he did a film score for a movie united states of leland like oh it's amazing yeah with yeah. ryan gosling in it yeah yeah very young ryan gosling in it <laughs> um yeah solid pick solid pick um cool let's keep going honey if it's time for your second round pick yeah if i'm sticking i guess we're sticking on a run of bands or groups that begin with the letter S, I'm going with Shabazz Palaces. Nice. Um, Very good. What a what a fucking band. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a it was kind of like a perfect for me. I was I was thinking somebody was gonna snatch them up. So I'm glad I I got to do it. I mean they're like the, the first, I don't know if they're still they're not the only hip hop act on sub pop now, but they were the first for sure. Um and I it just feels like you know they release at their own pace like this every three year thing or so they never miss um yeah it's an easy pick for me totally yeah yeah they put out definitely some solid tracks i mean it, it does it does seem like it's there's a sparseness in between the releases but every time it's like so solid there's a i'm trying to remember the song shine a light is is so good i always listen to that one yeah um very good pick cool uh all right so we're gonna close out round two with julia cool yeah i am uh without a doubt gonna pick my boy chad van galen nice. who is one of my all-time favorite songwriters probably top three it's very similar actually to what we were just talking about where he puts out a record like every three or four years it feels like and then kind of like retires to or like you know <laughs> re retreats back to his farm or whatever the fuck he does and like his family and, <laughs> and he just goes home and like hangs out with his kids and draws and animates and like makes more weird instruments and uh then comes out the next time with an even cooler and more amazing music video than before because right. he like animates all his own videos they're so cool but i yeah i discovered him when i was like 18 and um everything I, his whole discography is a hit for me so he in my oh, mind yeah. he would be like the coach of my basketball team like <laughs> he because he's very like very like cerebral but also kind of like easygoing kind of like a like a phil jackson type character sure. in my brain. Oh, yeah polished nice yeah yeah so he's my coach for sure i don't think no shade to chat but i don't know how good he would be shooting the free throws yeah. you know so. <laughs> yeah yeah so he's With on the, the sideline yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so. yeah love chad forever it's a very good pick very good pick uh awesome okay do i get to and go then, again now yeah we're gonna we're gonna swing it back around and you get to go double let's go baby um well i i got a couple different ways i could go here i uh I think I'm going to throw it back like Evan did and take a band called Eric's Trip. 
Oh, they're awesome. Which is one of my favorite bands from the 90s. Uh, shout out to Julie Duarone, who mm. yeah, yeah. has an amazing, amazing solo discography as well. But yeah. she played bass in this band and uh, fucking rocks. And yeah, I don't know. I They were one of those bands I like discovered on YouTube back in the day and uh it's like magical to me that that used to be a really pure like ad free way to find yeah, music right. <laughs> and it just isn't the same anymore so lots of good memories listening to that band like late at night on my laptop just totally. like vibing out didn't she do a split with Aquaville river yeah i think so oh i didn't know that i know she like did a lot of stuff with phil elverum like yeah, mount yeah. erie but mm-hmm. No, I'm not familiar with that split. I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's, that's another solid one. Awesome. Yeah, they cool. roll. So going back the other direction, back to you, Hanif. Yeah, I'm bummed because I was going to pick More Mother, but More Mother only has like a single that came out. With yeah, uh, you got me like second guessing all my picks. <laughs> I'm like, just go, cool. just look them up. You got all this time. I know. Yeah. Just <laughs> go to some pop. Yeah, so this this band had this band was on Matador, but has a, if splits count. This band had a split um, with "If You Hate Your Friends You're Not Alone" that came out came out on Sub Pop. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use them. I'm gonna go "Pretty Girls Make Graves." Nice, nice, yeah, hell um, yeah. Name I haven't heard actually in a long time. So good. Oh One God. of the great bands of that kind of like early 2000s post punk era. They had a quick run and then bowed out. I first saw them play in Chicago in maybe 2002 or one yeah. uh, before their first album came out. And they, you could tell they didn't really have a lot of songs. They were open. It was one of those bills. I mean, y'all are Midwesterners, so you know, I mean, Chicago, you know, the early aughts and even in the mid aughts, you know, those bills would have like a trillion fucking bands on them. Yeah, you, you go know. to the Fireside Bowl and it's yeah. like five bands that don't sound the same. Like, <laughs> yeah. Excited, yeah. 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 So I think Pretty Girls Make Graves were just kind of on their first tour and like popped up and they pulled up with like, you know, they had the EP out. And so they just had like an EP's worth of songs. It was one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. Uh, they're one of the great bands that I think people uh, forget about. And um, yeah, so if, if splits count, I'm going to I'm gonna reach back for that split and, and go Pretty Girls Make Graves. Yeah, we're absolutely going to count it for sure. Uh, yeah, very good pick. Um, cool. So we can go back. Evan, it's time for your third pick. Oh my God, I'm like, there are so many good bands on the table. And I'm like, I'm like racking my brain. I'm looking at my list, just like racking my brain, which one I'm going to choose. Um, but I've chosen a couple that had some like formidable, some formidable impact on me. And I'm going to keep rolling with that. Um, I think my next choice is going to be, uh, you know, coming off Hanif talking about a Seattle band. I'm going to talk about uh, the Murder City Devils, mm. who um, were just such a wildly unique like almost like circusy punk band from yeah. Seattle, but there is like really no one else like them. And their set of records that are on sub pop, I mean, pretty much everything except for the first EP, which was on this small label called Die Young, just ferocious punk music, like wildly cool stuff and just really ahead of its time. Um, I remember the, and I remember the first time I heard them, I didn't like it. It's just like, what the fuck is this? You know, like this is, I've never heard anything like this band before. Right. And uh, and it wasn't until like later in my like probably when I was like 28 or 29 that it really began to click, like after they had broken up and uh kind of regretted not having not seen them, you know, play in Philadelphia when I was when I had the opportunity to. So that actually one of the first shows I saw when I moved to Chicago was uh they'd reunited for a riot fest and it played at Congress theater and oh, they were one of their reunion, their reunion was one of the first things I got to see after living here. Um, and it was, it did not disappoint. It's just crazy, cool, dark, just, um, like, you know, this kind of drunken swagger, like, it's like, it's like a really mean version of the hold steady or something, you know, it's like, it's <laughs> kind of hard to describe, but there's no one else like them. And I don't think there ever will be anyone who could, who could get close to pulling it off? There was a there was a band from our world, Julian I's world, called Comadre, which got really, really. I close. remember that band. Comadre got so close, yeah. but it but it still wasn't quite the same. And um, yeah, that that is my third pick. Murder City. I'll tell you this: that that um, you know, the White Ghost has blood on its hands again. Is one of the great albums of like the 2010s, I think. Yeah, and, uh, I loved Comadre. And it's just it's a tough one. That's a, yeah. that's a like 
I, I, I sometimes wish like, I mean, Murder City Devils are still a band, but they're not like really putting stuff out, right? I think they, I don't think they play anymore. I mean, maybe they're like doing that thing that all bands do now, which is just that they don't break up and yeah, that they, yeah. you know, like when the they play when, they, right. when it's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll come out of retirement or, you know, but, and that's kind of how I feel like bands should be in general. And that's like, unless you like fucking hate each other, why would you break up? You know, just right. like you can just do things whenever you want. But um, yeah, maybe similarly to like a, a band like Rocket from the Crypt, you know, it's like one of those things that just happens when yeah. it happens and maybe you're lucky enough to catch it. But um, that heyday of like broken bottles, you know, like that song, 18 wheels specifically, I think really speaks to what it's like to be on the road and like what it's like to miss someone at home. And that really resonates when you become a full-time touring musician, when you can find mm-hmm. something that you can identify with. I really identified with that song specifically at that time in my life. And, um, and also just feeling like you could make music and be like, well, I don't give a fuck if anyone likes it. Not that that was their attitude, but that's the attitude that they present as a band it makes you feel that way like this band doesn't give a goddamn shit about anything they're doing their they're on their own tip you know and and maybe you're lucky enough to understand it and uh totally. and that's a really inspiring attitude i think to present yeah. in in music yeah i think i remember going to warp tour like maybe 2005 and i i, I walked by the stage when they were playing and i remember being like I don't think I'm ready for this. Like they're, they're wild. This at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you see a band like the national now or that dude's like smashing mic stands? Like, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, they got that shit from murder city devils. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's a good pick. Um, all right. So I'm going to close out the third round uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to stay in a, you guys are going uh, in a kind of a, a heavier realm with some classics. I'm going to stay in a lane that's that's kind of staying untouched. I went with the shins. I'm going to go with Beach House, which okay. most of their releases are on Sub Pop. Yep. Um, and that is a band that constantly releases stuff that I'm like so impressed with. Like just they put out so much work and it's so much of it is so good. And I'm that it continues to impress me like uh yeah, it's just a, a good collection of, of albums and they're all on Sub Pop and I'm, I'm happy about that and they're good. So Baltimore's finest. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, good. Ben. That, that was the time, like, I don't know how to say this, but I saw them at a music festival and they sounded exactly like their records. Like, yeah. exactly. And that was the most, and I wasn't even like kind of seeing them. I didn't even know they were playing the festival. I was just walking by and heard it. And I was like, oh, wait, I thought it was like a song that was like the house music in between acts. But then I looked over and I was like, Oh fuck, that's like beach house playing right now. They sound (laughs) awesome. You know what I mean? Like it was really cool. That's like the most like faithful live sound to a recording. I've, I think I've ever heard. It's also, it's also such a band that like when I think of them and I, I hear them in my head, I hear them so clearly in my head, like what they sound (laughs) like. It's such a distinct like voice and sound like, all the reverb and and just the vocals it's yeah so great yeah her voice is pretty unique uh, i'm gonna so i'm back this is the final round we're gonna close oh, wow. it out all right yeah there's only only four rounds Oof. uh and then you know af- afterwards we can we can throw out all the honorable mentions we want that people were ones we were too scared to draft whatever um but i'm gonna close <laughs> out first pick of round four uh <laughs> and i'm gonna keep in the same realm I'm, I, I thought about taking a risk, but I'm not gonna. Uh, Postal Service. Ooh, that's good. It's a great place. Nice. I mean, that record is still amazing. That's it's <laughs> it's like you know, think of it them as like the rookie who's like one and done. He's like, I'm gonna get in here, I'm gonna drop a killer album, and I'm done. Like all star in the first season. Yeah, that's a brilliant. That's a brilliant album. It, it, just so an unbelievably brilliant record, and it's one that's very rarely bitten. Like no one takes, yeah. no one f- fucking leans into influence from that band. I feel like, right. uh, yeah, great definitely. Choice. And and it's another one too, where it's like so many, so many people have been like, they want to follow up record and they just still haven't done it, which I almost, I almost respect more. Cause it's like, then you don't, you can leave that one album is like so perfect and you don't have to worry about like people, what people are going to say about the follow-up. 20 years whatever 15 years later it was god was that almost 20 years now yeah Jeez, mm-hmm. so long <laughs> there were, i had many 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 a uh aim away message <laughs> yes oh yeah sure for oh, sure yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then and then someone's like, is this about me? <laughs> no, it's just a lyric, dog. <laughs> uh, so that's that's my uh four, third and fourth round picks. Uh, and then we're gonna swing it back to Evan. Man, I'm gonna choose one that's gonna bum Julia out, I think, because I think I know how much Julia likes this band. Um, but in terms of like newer sub pop, um, this band just blew my fucking mind when they came out. I think that Zach Schwartz from Rogue Wave is one of the best songwriters of our time. I fucking love that band and the two records that they did on sub pop, especially the second one, um, just like descended like vultures specifically. Yeah. Uh, I listened to that record on repeat for like two or three years. It's just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant songs. And they're recorded in a super kind of like, it's sort of trashy, but also like just (laughs) sounds awesome way. You know, like the hooks are there. The vibe is there. Uh, One one of the great like overlooked bands, I think from our, our, the generation, like the 2010s kind of generation. And um, they didn't get the credit, like to your point, making about like talking about the shins and the postal service, like they didn't get the, the hype that those bands got, even though they existed in the same ecosystem. Right. Um, but I like their songs more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I definitely think there's a, there's a level, like you said, like the shins got the exposure from like garden state. There was a degree of exposure they got because they were on the OC soundtrack. Rogue Wave is also in uh, that movie uh, Just Friends with, with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the song "The Song Eyes" is in that movie, which is like one of their best songs, and it's like in a movie soundtrack, you know. Like, but just, I think yeah. like Michigan was on was in a commercial too. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say that I like I discovered that record I in high school, and I went on spring break like a week later, and I was obsessed with "Out of the Shadow" by Rogue Wave, and I heard the song "Nourishment Nation." in like three different stores over that spring break. I was like, that song was like following me around. I feel like they got some decent, like, I don't know, sync money or whatever. Just need a good publishing house. That's it. (laughs) Exactly. That's all you need, dude. But that's like, but that's, that's like a testament to how good their songs are. It's like, you just hear those riffs and it just makes you feel a certain way. It's like, you just never have to be singing. You just like, get it. You're like, Oh wow. I do want to buy a super. (laughs) That's like part of the amazing thing about him is his lyrics can be so like nonsensical or silly. And they like feel like you said, they feel like, powerful or like meaningful yeah. you know like, it's just a vibe and he has a he has a I, lyric about like picking out homes and picking out cheeses and it's like such <laughs> yeah a, such a fun lyric you know it's like that that also had a big influence on me as a lyric writer too it's like oh you mm-hmm. can make like little tongue-in-cheek kind of references to things but those are the lines that stick out because mm-hmm. they're not yep. just talking about like what we're gonna tonight is the night we gotta we only yeah. have tonight you know like whatever who gives a fuck but <laughs> the more specific the better honestly yeah i agree yeah, for sure. Great pick. Yeah, that's that's a very good pick. Incredible pick. Yeah. Neef, what's your final pick gonna be? Um, I'm gonna pick another band that is disbanded that I wish would get back together and, and close out with Dum Dum Girls. Nice. Um, which I, I think would also maybe get me under the Dum Dum Girls umbrella, the the Kristen Control solo album, which was also on sub pop. Yeah. Um but I also if that counts, I'll also just take that in the you know, in the Dum Dum Girls uh, discography umbrella, because I think yeah. the you know Kristen's solo album is is it's like more experimental, but it's uh, it's almost it's just kind of an extension of like the last Dum Dum Girls record. But where they shine, I mean, I I love their albums. I love like Only in Dreams, and I I really love Too True. But uh, their I think their EPs are just really special. Um, like he gets me high is is one of the great EPs that I've ever heard. It's like they operated so well in these fifteen minute bursts. Um, you know, I'm not. I don't um, personally. I mean, folks who know me knows I'm not like prescriptive or whatever. So you know, listen to whatever you want to listen to. But I have personally divested from the the Smiths and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but there's a um on he gets me high there's this cover of there's a light that never goes out that i'm always like well to me like that's the original version yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is canonically how this song was meant to be how this song was written and meant to be played so yeah dum dum girls is my closing closing pick i appreciate story, that philosophy yeah, yeah. 
my old roommate Sam was the director of the uh, Coming Down in Bedroom Eyes music videos. No way, really? Yeah. Awesome. yeah Those Sam, are the Bedroom Eyes video is incredible. Yeah, he did the he did the music video for that. He also did a lot of the music videos for this band Crocodiles. Um, but he was the singer of the band Since by Man, if you remember Since by Man. Oh, I, I remember do. Since by Man. Man, <laughs> yeah. they went hard. Yeah. So Sam, Sam was the director for those. And we used to live together in Humboldt Park. Awesome. No way. Small world. Yeah. All right, Julia. Last pick. Last pick. Somebody to draft. choose from. Oh boy. Mr. Uh, what do they call him? The last pick of the draft. Mr. Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. Well, I don't think this band's irrelevant. I, I, okay. I had a couple bands I was thinking about picking who I now I'm not, after some internet searching, I'm not sure if they're actually on Sub Pop, even though they're on the website. So I could talk about them in the honorable mentions category. But I think I'm going to have to go with Bully, who's a very active band. They're like on tour right now. They were just in Chicago. I had tickets to see them, but I ended up not being able to go. Had to sell the tickets, but uh, they—they they are. Alicia is just fucking awesome. Like she has really awesome guitar tone. I love a good distorted guitar. She can like sing, scream, like scream or so good. Seem whatever. <laughs> really good. She's she's an amazing vocalist, and she like produces all of her own records. She like engineers everything herself which is really badass. I think Sugar Egg was a really fucking good record. I don't know if it came out in 2020 or 2019, but I feel like it kind of got overlooked probably because of COVID. Um, But yeah, their recent, their most recent record, Sugar Egg is really, really awesome. Lots of hooks. I like the, uh, uh, the strategy of, of getting like a prospect, someone, someone to look forward to is like someone to keep a a lookout for. Totally. Yeah. Cause I think that was their first record on sub pop Sugar Egg. Um, but, and I'm not like obsessively a fan. Like, I don't know all their records in and out, but that one is definitely my favorite. It just like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. The first song on its, the hook is like, I don't know where to start. And it's such a good opening track. Uh, yeah. It grabbed me real good. So, awesome. yeah, they're a good band. Sweet. Also, I'll say this too. One thing I wanted to mention was like, I don't know. I think we can all relate. Like when you're just starting out booking your own shows and you like hit up bands that you really like to like, book a show in their town or whatever a lot of times you don't hear back or you I've gotten you know I used to get a few replies that were like kind of rude or whatever but I will say when I hit up bully in 2014 to like book a show they sent back a short but courteous reply and I still appreciate that seven <laughs> years that. later so yeah that's up. great awesome so that is our draft of sub pop artists we have a, want, there's quite a collection there's do you want to do another round is it aren't basketball teams five players you oh. want to go another round? Are we? Are we gonna <laughs> oh, here? I would be glad to go another round. Yeah, I, I, have, extra, I have extras, so I'm I'm happy to do I'm, that. I'm ready to go. I have one. I had right. a couple that I wish I could have picked. Wait, so Let's where are we at it. now in the draft? So Julia's going again. Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay. Um. Well, I. Okay. Can I? I'll just say the band that I really wanted to pick, but jury's out on whether or not they're like actually on Sub Pop. Is a, uh, the Go Team. You guys know that band? I yeah. know the Go Team. Yeah, they're fucking yeah, awesome. They're they're a British band. They've been around for a while, uh, and there's like six of them, so they could like be their own basketball team, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, they rule. My so Sean, my roommate and bandmate, turned me on to them on tour. I think like in the car, he would play their records a lot, and they're really fun and upbeat and catchy, and. Uh, yeah, they're British, so I think Sub Pop puts out their music in America. Maybe they're on Memphis Industries, yeah. which is like a big British label, or not? We're a big gonna give label, it to you. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna question it. <laughs> you know, cool. Yeah, I, let's I just love, go. Let's just go with it. Yeah, I love Go Team, especially the song "By Nothing Day" is such like a, just like a feel good. Like it gets you in yes. such a good mood so quickly. Yes, I listened to them a lot in the last year, like when I was just, you know depressed yeah, yeah. <laughs> like needed needed a peppy little jam to boost me up totally they, and it, they totally different. have that kind of los campesinos type of like the british like happy-go-lucky vocals despite talking about some serious subject matter sometimes True. totally they can um, fool you a little bit yeah but i like that for sure that's that's so we're in the, yeah this is the overtime round, Fifth uh, round. yeah so we're gonna keep going hanif 
your your final Boy, final pick. Yeah, I'm stuck now. <laughs> um, well, because the band I thought had at least one release on Sub Pop did not have a release on Sub Pop. Um, Death Cab's off the table, right? I think I was going to pick him first round, and I think we said no go. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Sorry, I didn't um, blow up everybody's spot. I mean, no, I love Death Cab. I, I appreciate to- your thoroughness, <laughs> and it's, it is very needed. Ah, uh, um, gosh, I'd only put out. My brain was only doing um four, but I want to say is hmm <laughs> fleet foxes are they've got something right yeah they sure that's do. a good one mm-hmm. i'm gonna before i like stamp that pick <laughs> let me uh <laughs> let me it's, like they have everything but the, their most recent right right, right. There. um i think i'm ready i think i'm maybe ready oh wait 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 no 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 hold on oh boy let me let me make sure that this is gonna fly. <laughs> um, this might not fly. Oh no, this is definitely flying. Uh, they've got a, they've got at least two of joints on Sub Pop. I think I'm going Red House Painters. Yeah, Ooh. nice. Most of that catalog is, and I, you know, I, yes, <laughs> they were on my list. Yeah, yeah, Red House Painters for sure. Uh, just off of like, and I, I gotta be honest, like I don't think that. Um, I don't think they have a ton on Sub Pop. I know the newest, the last thing from 01 is, and their best album is not on Sub Pop. But like Down Colorful Hill, Down Colorful Hill is like the one for me. Um, you don't, you're not a big fan of Old Ramon. That's my, that's my favorite one. Actually. Old Ramon, Old Ramon is good, but I think those first two are like stunning. But and those aren't on Sub Pop. But I think it definitely doesn't matter. I'm going Red House Painters. All love to the Fleet Foxes, who, you know, I think would have been a great final pick too. Um, but as I as I was like thinking about stamping Fleet Foxes, I remembered vaguely that Red House Painters stuck one in on on Sub Pop, maybe a couple, but that's mostly that one. Is Red House Painters one on Sub Pop or no? I yeah, I think it's just one. It's just their, that last one from two thousand one. Yeah. All right, that's, that's something. Sick. Especially since we're we're going on the fly here with the the bonus round. Yeah. Uh, I will, we'll we'll see if if any of the final two picks are Fleet Foxes now that they've been dropped. No, I feel bad. I, I know we weren't. Supposed <laughs> to like, I know we weren't supposed to bring up another band while while picking a band, but uh, I was really close to Fleet Foxes and then had to back out. I'm gonna I'm gonna feel bad when Fleet Foxes goes undrafted and they're like, "We're almost picked." <laughs> <laughs> they listen to this. <laughs> uh, all right, so your final pick, Evan. All right, so. Um, you know, similar to Henny, if I had a, I have one that I was kind of thinking about, it was like my backup, which is Codeine. Codeine was kind of my backup band. Um, but I want to choose something a little fun. I want to choose something kind of uh, Chicago centric. I'm not a Chicago native, but I feel like this band really represents Chicago specifically, especially like an a, like a older generation, but like one that's a really influential generation of Chicago. And that's a band called Five Style. Um, I don't know if you know the band Five Style. Their guitar player, uh, his name is Billy Dolan. He's a complete alien. The way that he plays guitar is just so awesome and unique and specific to him. He's like one of those guitar players you could hear play, just hear him and know that it was him. And Five Style eventually broke off into being this other band called Heroic Doses, which was also on Sub Pop. Both of those bands are incredible. And if you find those records, I highly recommend them. Um, But the band was kind of this like all-star group of what became some deep cut Chicago all-stars like um, the bassist was this guy named Leroy Bach who played with Liz Ferry. He's also in Wilco mm. um, and the drummers, this guy, John Herndon, who was um, in Tortoise, uh, John's in Tortoise. And then Jeremy Jacobson, who uh, did a project called the Lonesome Organist and is also uh, was in a band called Uphone, which was on J tree for a really long time. Um, They're just this really great representation of like Chicago indie in the mid nineties. And the songs are mathy and weird and funky and they're all instrumental. There's no singing. Um, yeah. So it's just like a really cool group of jazzy, noodly, fun guitar rock. Um, definitely recommend five style for sure. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I have not heard them. I definitely need to listen to that. Uh, and I appreciate you keeping in Chicago with three quarters of us in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, so that leaves me with the final pick and there's many, 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 many bands still left. Um, 
I'm I've I, Fleet Foxes is going to go undrafted. Uh, <laughs> I feel awful. Poor one but out. I am, I am going to go. Fleet Foxes, they're, they're they are. great. If, they're, if any of those members are listening, I'm a big fan. <laughs> we all are, of course. I've, never, I've, actually, I've actually never heard a Fleet Foxes song. Where should I start? Ooh. What? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, their most recent album is very good. Yeah, it um, is. I mean, Helplessness uh, Blues is my one. That's yeah, the one I love. But like, their most recent album is great. I mean, their most Dude, popular also, song is "White Winter Hymnal," but I'm not sure that. Yeah, it doesn't move the needle for me. Amazing, that oh, they're self-titled. Their debut record is fucking awesome. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things now that's kind of like ubiquitous enough that it's uh, cliche or like kind yeah, of dismissed. Yeah, that's what but I mean. that they that nothing else ever sound like. I don't know. I didn't I never yeah. heard anything that sounded like that when I when it came Agreed. out. Um, anyway, they roll. I am not picking Fleet Foxes, but I am going adjacent and I'm staying in the folk realm and I'm going with Iron and Wine. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, entire yeah. discography on Sub Pop. So, oh, yeah. And that's a very large discography. Incredible records. So, so much. Good. So much. And it's like, to me, Iron and Wine is like the soundtrack of summertime when it's honestly. I don't mind the soundtrack of summertime, and then it also transitions into fall very easily. Yeah, like it it's does. it's got a little bit of both, and yeah, I mean, so good. And especially too, more recently, he had the album with uh, even actually more recently and long time ago with Calexico. Those are so good. Oh, those are amazing. Um, um, his one record, let me. I forget the name right now. It's like mostly. It's like a lot of the horns. It's like a little darker. Uh, Ghost on Ghost. Oh hmm. man. What a gorgeous, underrated yeah. Iron and Wine record. Just like beautiful composition. And he continues to work with Brian Deck, who's a Chicago guy. And uh, Brian's production is just like suits his music so well. Yeah. It's just so uniquely recorded. Yeah. he's He works with a lot of like the Ben Bridwell album is really good too uh, with him. And yeah, there's just so, so much there. It's funny too that now that I've drafted Iron and Wine and they did a, their cover of Such Great Heights, what I also drafted Postal Service. Nice. Yeah. I feel like my team is very connected now. Hey, that's important. That's a good team. team. Chemistry is very important. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> so, I saw that. I saw that Sam Beam dude one time walking outside of uh, Logan Liquors. How big was his beard? Yeah, he's Logan's not mistakable. Big, yeah. big beard. Yeah. That's how yeah. I knew it was him. Yeah, dude, and he's tall. And he's wearing like leather, like very nice leather boots. I was like, yeah, damn, dude. That makes like, sense. That's you. Yeah. yeah, it was great. You think he can dunk in those boots? Oh, yeah. They gave him a little few extra inches. He's got yeah. some height, though. He's not super short, right? Oh, yeah. No, he's oh, he's, he was a tall dude. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Good pick. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that wraps up. We did five full rounds. I'm going to go and recap uh everyone everyone's lineup so to speak um let me drop mine down there so julia your team we got ben Sully and daniel martin moore chad van galen well, I, remind me of the band is it eric's trip what was it er- eric's, eric's trip. trip like it's like yeah, the eric's name trip. eric yeah, yeah, yeah. Er- so eric's trip bully and the go team whoa that's good that's, a good team. That's an all-star team that's right good. there. That's a great team. And if you got Sleater Kinney, Shabazz Palaces, Pretty Girls Make Graves, Dumb Dumb Girls, and Red House Painters. That is that is a deep lineup right that's there. That's a good one. That's hot. Uh, Evan, you got Nirvana, Sunny Day Real Estate, Murder City Devils, Rogue Wave, and Five Style. You got a really well-balanced team there. <laughs> that's a good that's my that's like my record collection <laughs> you, you got you got the big like, hitters the line of all that shit <laughs> you get mercy devils will surprise you and five styles a little quiet one who's like kind of like you need to know that's the secret uh, that's the secret shit i had to talk pick a band that like n- maybe i want people to hear that they don't know yeah and that's yeah. that's that band. that's great and I, i'm hoping coming out of this a lot of people will have never heard some of these bands and check them out um and my final pick my picks were sonic youth the Shins, Beach House, Postal Service, and Iron and Wine. That's pretty heavy hitting. That's a heavy hitting set of bands right there. You're playing to the crowd with that one. I am, I am playing to the crowd a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we got some solid picks there. Is there anyone that we didn't pick that you feel was was missed? I well, yes, absolutely. Uh, Soundgarden isn't on there. That's a big one. Sebado isn't on there. Mm-hmm. That was a great band. Kiss Jeans wasn't on there. That's a fucking yeah. cool band. Yeah. Uh, Mogwai wasn't on that list. Oh, yeah. Mogwai, Damien Gerardo. Yeah. Low. Da- Damien Gerardo mm-hmm. was actually one that I almost chose. His, yeah. his, uh, 
was it, I think his record is called Chairs or I Break um, Chairs. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's like his like yeah. rock record, and that's like yeah. one of the ones it's on Sub so, That's how I first found him. Yeah. Oh my god, that record is brilliant. Um, yeah. Band low, of Horses low was, was a one. tough one. Yeah, yeah, Low was a tough one to pass up for me. Yeah. Um, and and you know what? I I was actually gonna take. I was going to take a risk and go with a comedy album because so Pop has Oswald. great comedy albums. Yeah, Pat like Oswald. the David Cross. Yeah. Oh, totally. my God. So good. Um, I uh, thought Hot Hot Heat would have been an interesting one. <laughs> a time capsule for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I also, uh, Clipping is on Sub Pop. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's another one I, I thought about taking last round. Yeah. Album Washed Out. Another washed one. Out. Yeah, there's, there's so many plenty, man. What's so cool about Sub Pop is it's almost like they're just like one step ahead of the curve always, you yeah. know, and it's like there's this attitude with what they put out where it's like you could tell they're just doing what they want, but they also just have such a good and like a, such a good ear for yeah. what's going to be the next really awesome thing, you know. I mean, how many uh, record labels can say they have bands that range from Nirvana? To like Pedro the Lion to like clipping and like Pat Niles. It's just like they they're genre lists. That's why Sub Pop is so awesome. Yeah, yeah, truly. Oh, so this this is great. We got some good tunes. Um, before we go, uh, do you guys want to talk about what you got going on? Uh Evan, let's start with you. Oh my god. Um, so pet my planet band called Pet Symmetry. We just put a record out called Future Suits. It came out in August. Um, when is this airing, Matt? Probably in the next day or two. Okay, so like pretty quickly. Um, yeah. There'll be, uh, we are, you know, about a year ago, we formed a community funded record label project called Storm Chasers Limited, which we run through uh, Patreon specifically, but also um, produce a great deal of like interview content and podcast stuff. And we also uh, release a vinyl record every single month, which uh, Julia actually was fortunate enough to be a part of. Um, we did the reissue of their very first EP with the, um, uh, the release of Happy Birthday Rap Boys, which had come out, what, in June, maybe? April. May? April. Wow, is that long ago? Uh, so we've just hit our one-year mark in August. Uh, you could sign up at patreon.com slash limited, but we're also releasing records all the time, and those are new records, old records, reissues, um, and it's kind of from this collective of musicians that spans about, like, 20 to 25 people. Um, and then, you know, uh, there that there is going to be putting out a record next year. Pet Sam will probably be doing another record next year. There's a bunch of new into it over stuff that's at the pressing plant. So there's no shortage of new material and shows and tours and all sorts of things that are coming. And uh, I'm just consistently, constantly busy. And if you want to stay post, <laughs> if you want to stay posted, check out uh, my Instagram, which is at into it over. Awesome, man. Thank you very much. I actually just joined the storm chasers discord today. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's well, wild us. in there. It it's is fucking wild. A, it's, it is a freak show in the Discord. <laughs> um, but that is, you know, it's we've really created this super cool community of people and connected a lot of really excellent human beings who are just excited about art and music. And, um, and I feel very fortunate that the bands that I play in have like a really excellent, just really excellent fan base. Um, yeah. It's been super cool to be able to like, because I'm not desperate to be back on the, I, I love playing shows, but I'm not desperate to be back on the road. So to be sure. creative and in the studio and have a vehicle to, to keep that machine moving. One that's also fully central uh, located around Chicago. Like the pressing plant we use is in the same building as the recording studio we built. Um, so everything is local funded, locally sourced. We're supporting our local economy. We're, you know, the people who are pressing my records are people who I've worked with before in the past have been friends with for years. So it's like, that is also something really, really exciting that we can be completely self-reliant, um, awesome. own our own art and, and work towards, you know, not having anyone's hands in our pockets, which is pretty cool. That's awesome, man. Cool. Julia, what do you got going on? Well, uh, yeah, my band Rap Boys is heading out on tour next week. First tour since July 2019. So we're extremely stoked for that. Um, going out with a band called Wild Pink, which is one of my favorite bands, some of our best friends. So, so that's going to be sick. Um, yeah, we put out a record back in April, April 1st, uh, called Happy Birthday Rap Boy, which are brand new recordings of our 10 of our earliest songs that we recorded in dorm rooms with extremely shitty computer microphones. So uh, updated those a little bit. That was fun. And yeah, we put out a record last year, two weeks before the world fell apart um yeah. called printer's devil and we haven't gotten to tour on that so this is kind of like our chance finally so 
very stoked. And then we'll be on tour in October for a few days with Pet Symmetry, Evans Band. So yeah. extremely stoked for that. And uh, hopefully this winter we'll be recording a new record. So awesome. lots of stuff to look forward to. Something's going on. Hanif, what about you? Well, I'll just say real quick, that Rat Boys record that came out last year, I loved it. And it was also kind of the soundtrack to my, um, you know, last winter when things, or last like winter, spring, whatever, when things kind of collapsed, I was uh, teaching in Iowa. And then, then of course, I wasn't. And so there was this point where I had to like, and because of so much uncertainty and I think, you know, denial, um, the school's very much like, you know, we're going to go on spring break, but like leave all your stuff here. Cause we might come back. And I was like, I'm not coming back to this shit. But I, left, <laughs> I like left my stuff anyway, you know, cause I was like, in case y'all do like, I don't want to have to, you know, I was living in Columbus, but I had an apartment there. Uh, I say all this, say the rap boys album was my soundtrack to my drive back to get my stuff Oof, from Iowa Damn. and then drive. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was great company. It was Damn, like, that was like locks of hatchy album. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. Hell yes. Dang. That's, that's a, a high time. compliment. I love that yeah. record. Thanks dude. Uh, it was a cool, it was a bad road trip, but there were good tunes. Um, what I'm working on, I mean, right now I'm kind of in um, book research mode for my next book, which won't be out until like 2023, but it is kind of about basketball. It's about basketball movies um, mapped onto the, bas- the Ohio basketball landscape. And it's going to, of course, center on LeBron James, who's like my age and who was in high school when I was in high school and nice. all this stuff. Um and in the awesome. meantime, you know, I'm doing the stuff I usually do, like the Object of Sound podcast and running 6805, which is a music archival and playlist website with essays from all kinds of writers from all kinds of walks of life about one album that's changed their life. And um, 6805 is kind of like a weird passion project um, that has become, it's taken on a really cool life of its own. And um, the essay that actually ran maybe last week uh, was about a sub pop band. It was uh, mm. someone wrote about Clar- uh, Carissa's Weird, I think. Oh, oh my god! Oh, cool. And so Love you know, that's a good one. You can read that. Um, and I, wait, when is this coming out? A couple of days. A couple of days. Oh, okay. so I'm saying I got all this shit I can't talk about. Yeah. It's like <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I think this has been announced, but it's not going to be out until the 11th of September. But um, I have kind of like a one-off audio documentary concept album project that is coming out on pineapple street um about the fuji's album the score that is really cool and i'm really excited about i can't wait for people to hear it awesome i've got so much good stuff going on uh it's great but i want to thank you all for being here this has been a lot of fun pat what do you have going on what are you what are you doing Uh, well i do indie basketball as you guys know uh so season's coming uh, up it is coming up very excited (laughs) We do other podcast episodes where I have on musicians to talk about both music and hoops. Um, and I run the Instagram page with all the, the silly meme posts. Uh, nice. We also have a Discord, which is is starting to grow, which is in its early stages, but it's, it's growing. So if you want to join in some conversation, we're on Discord there, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Um, otherwise, I'm working in advertising. That's what I do. <laughs> Same, man. Same, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to thank you guys for joining. This has been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so it's it's been a great time. Nice one. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for letting me hang out. Sure. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for everyone. Thanks for listening. Good to meet you. Thanks to meet you, Matt. Yeah. yeah.